Welcome to the Chantel Ray way, the inspirational way to lose weight for life through intermittent fasting. Remember, the thoughts and opinions on this podcast do not constitute medical advice. Hey guys, welcome to episode 13 of the Chantel Rayway podcast, intermittent fasting style. And I'm here with my guest who is absolutely always amazing, Chris Sykes. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Chris, like, I'm like, and blah, 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 blah. And Chris is like, hello, everyone. You can tell which one of us is eating. <laughs> okay, so we're going to chime right in. I'm so excited. Um, my book, um, The Color Copy, is completely sold out. So I just really appreciate all of you guys who have bought the book. Thank you so much for your support. It means so much to me. But the black and white copy is um, available. So um, if you go on to Amazon.com or go to ChantelRayway.com, you can buy a copy today. Um, all right, let's dive right into our first question. Chris, get us started. All right, Jean in Virginia Beach. I have been trying to avoid milk since it really messes with my stomach. I always thought of coconut milk and almond milk as really healthy alternatives. But lately, I have heard mixed reviews on coconut milk. Some say it's the best food. Others say it's the worst. What's your opinion? Um, well, I'll answer that. My thing with, with coconut milk and almond milk, when you buy it in the store, the chemicals that are in there, especially carrageenan, um, are just not good for you. And so that's the big thing. But you can make coconut milk and almond milk so easily I was about to say you can make it at home oh my gosh it, this is all you do you, you take it, right? yeah you take a Vitamix you gotta have a really good one mm-hmm. you know but take a Vitamix uh, or you could do a blender but so you take four cups of water mm-hmm. to one cup of almonds okay. or one cup of, of cashews so and then all you do is you blend it up for about two minutes in the Vitamix and mm-hmm. then strain it with either a nut bag and you can get them on Amazon for $1.99. Mm-hmm. Or you can, and I'll put them on my website. I'll put the nut bag on my website. And the best kind, if you do raw almonds, don't do, you want to do raw almonds or raw cashews. And that's it. And boom, you have fresh almond Good milk. Job, yeah, it's so it. easy. So that's what I suggest. But Or find one that's organic and find one that's like at Whole Foods. Those are a little bit better. Um, actually, Whole Foods brand 365 almond milk is not too bad with all the chemicals that they have in it. Um, so like my husband, I will tell you, he I dread when he drinks milk. He's gonna, Nobody tell him I'm telling this on the podcast. He is going to have it's, a fit. It's a gas station over there. But I'm telling you, like when I say he has gas, it's like you can't even be in the room bad really? when mm-hmm. he has any kind of milk. I'm, I'm convinced he's and that's like ice cream and everything. Ice cream. Mm-hmm. I mean, anything that has it. I mean, he just will just blow it up. So, you know, if you are someone, I, I love almond milk. I love coconut milk. I just put, I'm going to tell you, I made this recipe with, with um, cashew milk that was out of this world. I'm going to put it on my website under chantelrayway.com slash recipes. So make sure you go over there. It was the best soup made with cashew milk you've ever had. Yeah, I used to take almond milk with my, I take it with my protein shakes because I don't like to drink too much uh, dairy milk. Uh 
But as far as her saying, what's uh, I don't know what bad things she's heard. I don't probably the chemicals. Yeah, it's probably, probably that. the chemicals. Because there really that. are. Because the fresh made almond milk that you make, it only lasts two to three days max. More like two days in mm-hmm. your fridge. So you. They have to put preservatives in there right, to, keep it it on the shelf. to keep it on the shelf. Life so on. that's why that's the only thing that's bad in it, in my opinion, is that it is just all the additive chemicals that they have to keep it from keep it to be fresh. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, all right. next question. So Michelle in Newport News, Virginia, asked. She has recently been diagnosed with PCOS and is desperately. Li- Desperately looking for ways to heal this naturally. I'm wondering how IF might affect PCOS. Please help me on this. So I actually used to have PCOS through intermittent fasting. I have really gotten rid of my PCOS. Um, This is something that I just feel like fasting and intermittent fasting heals your body. You know, I've said this before, but... When you are eating food, especially when you're overeating, mm-hmm. the amount of energy that it takes your body to digest your food, it's putting all its energy into digesting right. its food instead of healing that's your constantly, body. And that's constantly, you know, if you eat throughout the day from breakfast, you know, you're digesting dinner, you know, throughout the night. You just ate before you went to bed. You got a breakfast, you got lunch. So your body doesn't have time to get rid of, you know, so many healing benefits comes from a lot of from. Your body's able to get rid of dead cells and sick cells and whatnot when you when you don't have to worry about digesting food. You know, for 16, 18, 20 hours a day, your body has time to heal itself. So with me, I have massive issues with my knees, and I get so much water and swelling around my knees mm-hmm. and inflammation. When I, The more I fast, my knees are in so much better shape. Mm-hmm. So Because you've been able, been able to avoid surgery. Yes. You, you know, that doctor thought you needed surgery yeah, the six doctor months said, ago. Yes, the doctor six, six months, months ago, ago said I needed surgery, and I just kind of said, no, I'm not going to do it. And my knee has been healing. I used to work out four or yep. five times a week. And on my ankle, my ankle used to swell up, especially in the wintertime. And I've been able to jump, run, cut, and everything on my ankle since I've been in the minute fast. It's been the only thing that's... The swelling has gone down. You know, usually my ankle swells up two, three times a week, but I haven't had any problems. Yep. All right, let's move on to the next question. I'm brand new to IF. I just completed my first week. I hear Chantel and Chris talk about the high energetic feeling they experience when fasting, and Chantel talks about the mental clarity she enjoys. I'm wondering when this will kick in for me. I'm still feeling sleepy in the afternoons. Chelsea in Florida. Chris? Well, she's brand new, so you're still adjusting to it. I don't know how long you've been doing, but let's say she's been doing it a week. Um, me personally, it's, it's, it seems to come into the same wave. Like I wake up in the morning, you know, I, I drink black coffee, I drink a lot of water, I have energy. There's, there might be a little bit of a lull um, mid morning, you know, early afternoon before I eat, but it seems like I drink some water again and I get a whole, you know, a big rush again. You know, I'm able to work out. You're able to, you know, run your business, and I'm able to plan workouts. I, I, I mean, my mental clarity seems great. Uh, maybe just getting used to it still. Give it, a, you know, another week or two. Maybe add some caffeine. Maybe need a cup of coffee. Maybe just dehydrate it. You know, drink a couple of glasses of water. That should help. So, you know, one thing I want to say is that when you are intermittent fasting, your body goes into ketosis, which means that it starts burning fat instead of burning sugar. And so what happens is when, when you get that ketosis feeling, 
you do get energized when it starts going into that fat burning process. Mm -hmm. And it has to do with your stored glycogen and how long it takes your body to get through all that. And so if you're brand new to it, it can feel like you're just kind of just getting a little bit sluggish and your body has to have time to adjust. You know, it's the best analogy I say is kind of like running. Like, you know, if, if right now you said, go run three miles, you probably would just not do it if you haven't been running, mm-hmm. right? You just wouldn't do well at it. But if I said, okay, go run one block, now run two blocks, mm-hmm. now run, and every day for the next 30 days, we built you up to it. It gets easier and easier and easier. And that is exactly what happens with intermittent fasting. All right, Chris, read us the next question. All right, Bethany in D.C., she is getting discouraged because she's been intermittent, intermittent fasting for a week and haven't seen any results. I'm currently doing a six-hour eating window, being careful not to overeat. What could I possibly be doing wrong? I would say you're doing patience wrong. <laughs> that would be your main thing. You've been doing anything you do for a week. Obviously, I don't know how much you're trying to lose. Let's say you're trying to lose 20 pounds. I'm sure it didn't take you a week to gain 20 pounds. It's not going to take you a week to lose 20 pounds. Like we just think on the previous question, your body's still adjusting and everything. Uh, there's a multitude of things it could be. You know, you might still be overeating, but you got to give it time to adjust. The first week, you know, what, what did, you did it the first week. You didn't lose anything. Then what was the second or third yeah, week? First, you lost four no, pounds. I didn't lose anything the first week or the second week. Okay. I didn't lose any weight till my third week. And my third week, I lost six pounds. Okay. Well, did I lose six pounds in three weeks? No. It's the whoosh effect. Right. Remember we talked about this is, and you might not have heard this, Bethany, um, but... What happens is, is when you're losing fat, a lot of times your body fills up those fat cells with water, Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden, it's like the whoosh effect, and it's like all that water plummets, and so it's that whoosh effect, and boom, you've lost six pounds in in one week. Well, did you really lose six pounds in one week? No. Right. But you lost the culmination, and so... I would just really just encourage you to keep patient, going. Yeah, yeah you got to have patient. some Get patience. Get two, three weeks, start working out. Trust me, it's coming. The, the, the weight loss is coming. The results are coming. Just if, if I had the magic plan for you for a week, weight loss, you lose 15 pounds in a week, I would just keep it a secret and sell it for $1,000 <laughs> and, and just live off that money. But, you know, so far we haven't found it yet, so we're going to go with this intermittent fasting thing. And it's a lifestyle change, too, so don't get so impatient with it. All right, next question. Chantel, I purchased your book on Amazon and I can't put it down. Oh, that's sweet. I'm a little bummed that the color version was sold out. Do you have any plans to offer these again? I would love to share it with a few of my friends and family members. Anyway, on, Anyways, on to my actual question. In the book and on the last week's podcast, you talk about the three-bite rule, only having three bites of really yummy foods like desserts and stuff. My problem is that when I break the seal and take a bite, I can't stop eating. Any advice for this? I get one piece of advice. <laughs> Don't say you can't stop eating because I'm pretty sure you physically can't stop eating yes. after three bites. I'm going to let you tell her about the three-bite rule and how to put that in effect. Um, okay, so oh, I wanted to say this because I think I'm going to pick this as the winner for this week, but I wanted to tell the winner – from last week, she had sent me an email, and I'm getting ready to. Res- I need to respond to that today, but um, you can. We can either 
uh, we'd like for you to come by our office or we can mail you your gift card that you won. Um, I think it was Letitia last week that won. So she had shot me an email. So if you ever win, if you shoot us your email, I mean, your address, we'll mail it to you. I really don't love mailing them, but obviously if you're out of town, then we have to just mail it. So, so yeah, so we want to make sure that you either email us your address so we can mail it to you, or you can come by, um, by one of our locations and pick it up. So we'll email you that. Um, cause this question is probably one of my favorites. Um, but I have so many friends that tell me this. And so I have a friend of mine and she says to me this exact thing. She's like, well, I can't, if I just have three bites of something, I can't have three bites. Either I'm mm-hmm. going to have it or I don't. Mm-hmm. And here's the problem. What I say to her and this particular person I'm going to say a fake name. I'm not going to say her real name because I haven't gotten her permission to answer this. But let's just say her name, Susie. It's Mm -hmm. not her real name, but I'm just making that up. So she says to me, you know, I just I'm one of those people that I can't break the seal because if I do, I'll go crazy. Mm -hmm. And I go, that's a mental mindset for you. That's a mental mindset. But here's what's happening with her. So watch on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday. She's being really clean eating, perfect, blah, 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 blah. Come Friday, Saturday, Sunday, she's going crazy because she's deprived herself. And Mm -hmm. that's what we're trying to get people to avoid. If you want it, have a couple bites of it and be done with it. But for you to say, if I break the seal, I'm just going to go crazy. That's because that's what you've told yourself. You're setting yourself up for failure. It's just like everybody tells you, oh, I can't go 16 hours without eating. I I mean, I probably said the same thing, you know, a year ago before I tried it, but then I had to try it. It's the same thing with anything in life. Not even just dieting. You can't tell yourself. We're telling you, you know, we're giving you a suggestion. Three bite rule. Enjoy, enjoy, I, enjoy what you like, and we, you know it's going to help you so you don't pig out on the weekends on some cookies that you've been depriving yourself for five days. So telling yourself, I can't open it up. I'm going to take. I'm going to eat the whole box. You, you, you're telling yourself, change, change your inner language first. Change, change your inner talk first, and then I guarantee it'll get a whole lot easier. So, <clears throat> you know. My thing is, I used to say the exact same thing to myself. I used to say to myself exactly this this question. So, Trisha, I just can really relate to what you're saying. But now I really feel like since I've got changed my mental mindset, I can have three three bites and be done. Yeah. All right. Ever since I hit my mid twenties, I haven't been able to lose weight until unless I cut out carbs. Low carb diets seem to be the only things that work for. For me, do you recommend that I continue with my low carb diet and apply the principles of intermittent fasting at the same time? I want to say this, okay? Remember my friend that I saw that was really, I hadn't seen her in like eight months. Mm -hmm. I saw her, she gained 80 pounds. Mm -hmm. This was the conversation we had. She said to me, I was telling her about my diet. She's like, oh, that won't work for me. The only thing that'll work is low carb. I'm thinking to myself, honey, you gained 80 pounds since the last time I've seen you in eight months. And you're trying to tell me that low carb works for you. If I could take any portion of your (laughs) daily diet out, if I take a huge portion of your food out, like 500 calorie diets will work for you. You you know, it's not sustainable. Low carb diets, if you're yo-yoing, if you say what she's already said, she hasn't been able to lose. She's no, she's saying she's what what she's saying is the only way for her to lose weight is for her to do low carb. But that you know, it's not true. It's not sustainable. Anybody in this world is not true because what you're doing is you're probably overeating carbs when you're not low carb dieting. 
So you're cutting them out, so you're taking them all over. So you, 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 you're in this all or nothing space right now. So I'm either, I'm either overeating carbs and gaining weight and not being able to lose weight, or I'm cutting them out, period, and then I'm able to lose weight, but I can't sustain it. So we're giving you a middle ground here. But don't tell yourself that's, that's the only way you can lose it because it's just not true. I can almost guarantee it. Well, and again, so what she's doing is she's losing five pounds on the low carb and then mm -hmm. gaining 10 pounds once right. she goes crazy on the carbs and then right. losing five and gaining 10 and losing five. And so that's why I looked at her and I'm like, you've gained 80 pounds in eight months. Like, mm -hmm. this is insanity. Yeah. And how can you even, this is what blows my mind. How could she even look at me and say, the only way for me to lose weight is low carb when you just gained 80 right. pounds. It's, it's, so they people deceive themselves. Yeah, they end up talking again. It's like the previous question. They end up talking again. You're telling yourself you can't do something. We're, we're t we're, I mean, we're telling you, you know, you can Google everything we're saying. You can Google it, read research, form your own opinion. Obviously, we're not doctors. We're giving you our opinions, our guidelines, our suggestions that's worked for us, you know. Uh, Caroline in Virginia Beach. I have been listening to your podcast, and I'm totally sold on the benefits of intermittent fasting. My problem is I have to eat breakfast. Here we go again. <laughs> I have to eat breakfast. Can't have, won't, we got to change these words up. She wakes up starving, and she likes to work out in the morning. Me too. I know that I am not supposed to work out on an empty stomach. I just can't imagine waiting until 12 or 1 to eat. That's from Carolina, Virginia Beach. You want to answer it? One thing, all right. So it's the same line. Change, change your talk from... Uh, I have to eat till you want to eat. Change all those words to want. So can't and all that. Change that to want. You want to eat breakfast. You don't have to eat breakfast. I wake up hungry sometimes too. I'm able to work out in the mornings also. Chantel works out in the mornings also. She works out with me, so I know for a fact she works out in the mornings. You can have some water. You can have some coffee. Just try, like I said, we build up to it. You know, I, I, I think you're looking at us from you know a 20 hour fast. You're looking at one day a meal, one uh, one meal a day things. Build it to start with your 12 hours. You know, try to skip breakfast or wait till 11 o'clock to eat your first day. Man, then maybe try to wait till 12 o'clock to eat your second day. I guarantee your mental, you're, 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 you're mentally blocking yourself before you even get into the intermittent fasting. You're, you're already self-defeating yourself. Well, here's the thing. I mean, you know, I've said this before, but the Bible talks about fasting over 70 times. And it's something it says when you fast. So this is something that God has said, hey, this is something that should be a regular part of your your daily routine. Or not daily routine. He doesn't say how often it has to be done. But if he's asking you to do it, that means it's something you can do. That's number one. Number two is, is like, you know, I just don't understand why people are like, oh my gosh, like they're, you can't just give in to your flesh yeah, every, every little thing they want. Everybody wants to have cake and eat it too. It's like everybody wants to lose weight, but I still want to eat breakfast. Okay. It's, it's, it's like there's a right, there's hundred different ways that you can do your nutrition. So we've tried, you know, a lot of people have tried such and such diet, low carb, keto, this, this. Okay. I don't want to do keto. I got to have carbs. Okay. Well, here's another thing. Oh, I got to do this. I got to do this. So we're telling you now, okay, we found a way that you can eat in a smaller window, but eat more variety of foods. You don't have to eat just kale and broccoli and <laughs> chicken. So we're giving you what you want. Like, we know what I'm saying. We didn't took everything that you want to still have. <laughs> and you're still telling us, well, I got to eat breakfast too. It's like, you got, yeah, you got to have discipline in yes, something. Like, yes, like, there's no way we're going to make a change without having some type you, of discipline. You, know, you need to have self-control with your body. You can't yeah. give your body everything at once. I mean, do I want to sit here and eat an entire cake right now? Yes. I absolutely I do. Let me do that next show. <laughs> I can say I have to eat a cake. Like, there's diabetics out there that can't eat a lot of sugar. I guarantee you, if I told them before they were diagnosed with diabetes, 
they would say, I have to eat some sweets every week. I have to do this. You know, you're able to do a lot of things. You'd be surprised what you're able to do if you really put your mind to it and put some discipline to it. You can eat breakfast, just eat it at 2 o'clock. Eat your eggs and bacon at 2 o'clock. Yeah. That's all we're telling you. Like, you want to get the results from this, but it's, it, you know, and, and, and I'm not trying to get on you too much, but sometimes you just need a little bit of tough love. You got to have, it's yeah. going to take some discipline no to make a change in your life. No one's going to listen to our show anymore. Yeah. The two of us are yeah, really being Caroline harsh. We, it's, it's just, it's just, you know, we're I, not I, trying I to be mean. Day, we're not trying to be mean, Caroline. You got to have a little kick in the, you know. Everyone's going to be all. like not putting it's in coming questions. From love. It's coming from it love. I just want you to get your results, but I want everybody to realize that you're not going to be able to do it without making some type of change. Because if you didn't have to make any change, you wouldn't be trying to lose weight and you wouldn't be trying to ask, you know, these questions, trying to get results. So if you're not getting results, you, you know, we're giving you the, the answer to your question, but we're just going to take a little bit on your part. All right. When I went to the doctor the other day, I noticed that my blood pressure was lower than usual. I checked again at Kroger a couple days later and it said the same thing. My doctor didn't seem too concerned, but I'm wondering if you've heard of other people who experience this during intermittent fasting and should I be concerned? Terry in Charlottesville. First I'm going to let you answer that. Is Kroger trying to get free advertising on that show? <laughs> Terry works for Kroger. I don't know how they slid in here. Tell them they're going to have to pay for their commercials from now That's on. Right. They can't just slide That's right. in here. All right, what would you say to her? Oh, uh, yeah, I've heard it. I haven't heard of any negative health benefits uh, from it before. You know, I, I looked at it a little bit on the Internet before I came in. Uh, I haven't seen anything negative. I've heard other people saying they have lower resting heart rates and lower blood pressure. But to this day, we still haven't heard anything negative that came from, even from doctors. You know, they haven't said anything. So I wouldn't yeah, be too I concerned just, about I think it. your blood, I think everything gets better. Um, through fasting. Um, I think that maybe your blood pressure may go down a little bit. But again, if your doctor doesn't have a concern, I wouldn't have a concern about it either. And Was it high to, um, to begin with? Yes. Yeah, see, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes people don't tell us the whole story in the questions. So it, it, the more details you can give us, the easier it is yeah. for us but to if, answer if the question. If you're really concerned about it, go to the doctor. You know, like I said, we're not doctors here, but I would go to the doctor. I don't want you to Mm-hmm. You know, pass yeah. out tomorrow and be like, oh, well, they told me I'm all right. You know, <laughs> go to the doctor. That's my one answer. One A is go to the doctor. Two A is I haven't heard of any negative health benefits from people that been fast and having lower blood pressure yet. Um, this is a question we get quite a few times. I've actually got this a lot of times on the thing. Alex in Chesapeake says, I'm excited to begin my intermittent fasting journey. I'm a crazy rule follower, and I just have one last question as far as my window is concerned. If I'm trying to stick to a six-hour window, one to seven, do I eat my last meal at seven, or do I need to be finished with my meal right at seven? Chris? If you eat at 7.03, you will gain 20 pounds, I guarantee (laughs) it. You will be fat beyond your wildest beliefs. I'm being sarcastic. Obviously, no, it's not that serious. Uh, I don't know. I guess I'm the opposite. I'm a rule breaker. So, but if you eat, if you eat at six fifty five, you stop eating at seven oh eight. I think we'll be okay. I yeah, I mean, we'll if you think about it, if you think about it, um, you know, we most people are finishing their food in about fifteen minutes. So, you know, if you started at seven and you were done at seven fifteen, it's just not going to be the end of the but world. But if it helps you, you sound like you were a strict person. You like guidelines. Yes. Go ahead, stop eating at seven. seven. Take your last bite at yeah, seven. Yeah, but I think it, I don't. I don't think it's good to be so, you know, like. Sounds like he it's, did. You want to listen to your body, and you know, as long as you're in that range. I would be okay with it. So we're giving you permission to kind of be a little bit more lenient on that. Seven oh eight. That's it. Seven oh nine. You're done. Over. Oh my gosh. All right. Why don't you read us All the right. next Brenda question? Brenda in Virginia Beach. 
She has been living an intermittent intermittent fasting lifestyle. My mouth's so dry, I can't say the word. <laughs> I can't say more than two syllables at a time. Uh, she has been living an intermittent fasting life for almost a month now. Most days I'm able to stick to an eight-hour eating window, no problem. Some days, especially when I work out hard, I'm starved. I feel really weak and tired. Should I just listen to my body and open my window early on these days? From Brenda in Virginia Beach. You know, again, you know, I'm such an advocate of listening to your body, but I'm also an advocate of, um, you know, that you need to deny your body sometimes as well. So Mm -hmm. I think that, number one, the question I have to ask is, is your stomach growling? Because when your stomach growls, and not just growling from like digesting food, but actually physically growling, mm-hmm. where you know it's an empty sensation in there and you know you're hungry, um, then I would say to her, if you really feel like I have to eat right away um, once that stomach growls, then okay, if you want to open up your window early, then that's okay. Um, but I would suggest trying to have a cup of coffee, having an unsweetened tea, trying to push it back a little bit more. Um, but the big thing is that we're also trying to teach people is to eat when you're physically hungry and not for other reasons like... I'm bored, I'm stressed, I'm right. tired for any other reason. Like I literally just finished working out, came straight here. So I still haven't eaten today. What was going on? 2.30, 3 o'clock probably. Mm-hmm. 2.48. So, am I hungry? Yes. You know, would I like to go across the street, get something to eat? You know, that's fine. It's very easily, I could drink two, glad, two uh, bottles of water and it takes the edge off my hunger and I can go another three, four hours easily. So I would try those things we just talked about, caffeine, water first. If you're starving, you feel weak, tired, groggy, like you really physically feel like you can't function normally as you normally do, then open up your eating window. If it only happens once in a while, that's fine. You know, break your window once in a while. If it's happening five times a week, then, you know, you need to make some changes. But if it's, if it's once every couple of weeks, go ahead. You know, maybe you worked out extra hard that morning. That's fine. Um, it says, I picked up Chantel's book and I just love it. Thank you. In the book, Chantel talks about satisfying your body with whole, fresh, nutritious foods. Besides eating these things, I'm wondering what else you recommend as far as health and wellness are concerned. Do you take any vitamins or supplements, recommend any drinks, magic potions, or anything? I'm always looking for that fountain of youth. Shannon in Virginia Beach. Well, for me, um, if you go to ChantelRayWay.com slash vitamins, I kind of share with you all of the different things that I really like. Yeah, I think we talked about this already. Um, I will tell you my my things that really are a big deal is I vitamin D. I feel like almost everyone is deficient in vitamin D unless you're unless you're outside, you're working, you're doing what you need to do. So I definitely recommend that. I have thyroid issues, so you can look on there if you have thyroid issues, what supplements I like for that. Coconut water for me is a big thing. Like I, I work right across from Whole Foods, so I have the privilege of literally going, getting a whole coconut. I ask them to poke a hole in it for me, and I stick a straw in oh, it, really? and I just drink the, the coconut. Show. Yes, we'll do it on the next show. Remind me, okay? One. Remind me to get a coconut. We're going to show it to you, and it's like... I'm telling you, it's like my happy. It's like Is I get isn't to that a slogan happy of the one place. company you like. Happy, oh yeah, happiness in a bottle yes, or yes, that Nirvana. Right. So you can see that. 
Um, that's a magic potion for me, that coconut water. It just, when I have potassium, I think I'm potassium deficient as mm-hmm. well. So when I eat foods that are really high in potassium, I just get like, oh yeah, I'm so happy. I just, it's like a happy mm-hmm. pill for me when I have anything with put- potassium. That's my magic potion is that potassium. What about for you, Chris? Uh, me, uh, zinc and magnesium. That's two things uh, I take every day. Uh, apple cider vinegar. Uh, I'm trying to think of anything else I do on a daily. I started doing that uh, equalizer last week that we talked about last, magnesium and orange juice. Haven't seen any changes yet, but I'm going to keep trying it that your friend talked about. Mm-hmm. Uh, protein and BCAAs. You mean the um, well, the fiber? Yeah, the, the Metamucil and the orange Metamucil, juice. Yeah, yeah. So I started, I, I started doing that. Uh, I'll have to let y'all know in a couple of weeks how that works out. But um, yeah, other than that, uh, protein and BCAAs, and that's it for me. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us today. It's always a joy having you guys on the show and we'll see you next time.